Hubhopper Originals. As governments in India announce plan to end the lockdown, a new phase in the COVID-19 pandemic is upon us. It is a time for hope but also for caution. The end of the lockdown will not spell a return to the old normal. The opening will take different shapes with different regions and different business sectors opening up in different ways and at differing speeds. How can companies navigate this difficult environment, especially in the time period as the restrictions are loosened? Their eagerness to restart and rebuild is understandably large. Parallelly, questions related to business are on rise. Hello and welcome to House of Joe Season 2, your unbounded dose of Josh in association with Pan Out Media. Today we have extremely intelligent and resilient panel with us. Joining us Mr. Dharmendra Khanna from the brand Loto, which is a sports apparel and a footwear brand. Hello Mr. Dharmendra. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good. Wonderful. Could you please brief us about the brand Loto? So Loto has been there since 1973 in India. It's been there from last two decades. and we at SIPL has been a master franchisee and a licensee for this brand in India and you know it's been doing fabulous numbers among the top 6 7 brands of sports in India and sports has actually arrived in last couple of years now is actually the adoption of sports is is just arrived in India and that's how the business has also grown up for us Wonderful, wonderful. We are re- we really appreciate you joining us this moment. Next in we have Mr. Aditya Gupta representing the Rug Republic. Over to you. Hi everybody. Uh, the Rug Republic is a floor fashion brand. It does more of home accessories, but concentrated on rugs and poofs. We have been in the export market since 1992, but the Rug Republic brand was established by us in 2013. It's now sold globally in 85 countries. and we are taking it now into india in the last couple of years though indian market is only 2% of our market right now but we are getting some very very encouraging signs so we look forward to the journey wonderful again thank you so much for joining us mr aditya next in we have mr sana sheikh on behalf of green india which deals with vegan products over to you uh, hello everybody uh, this is sana sheikh and i am the co-founder of green india Green is India's first and only vegan and eco-friendly gift hamper service, along with being an online marketplace for vegan and eco-friendly items. And we operate from Mumbai for all over India. Wonderful! Thank you so much, Miss Sana, joining joining us this moment. <laughs> Again, uh, we have uh, Miss Desiree from Disguise Cosmetics, which is a vegan and a cruelty-free brand. Hello, Miss Desiree, and tell us more about your brand. Hi, Omkar. Thanks for having us on this platform. uh we are actually a brand started by three scientists uh, all three of us have been in this space uh, for cumulatively about 30 years now uh, but uh, disguise is a fairly new brand we started about 2 years ago and uh, we are super excited to be doing something very new uh, in technically a ritual that's as old as as civilization wonderful wonderful so very welcome to each one of you and i truly appreciate you all joining me at this very moment So let's just start with Mr. Dharmendra. Uh, Mr. Dharmendra, like the very first question that I have for you is your thought process about the contemporary situation, and uh, how does your business looks currently? So the business is uh, getting back to normal. We are right now uh, scaled to around seventy seventy five percent of our business as usual number. We still not reached the hundred percent of our pre COVID number. uh january february 2020 were our peak months as in in terms of business march uh, you know in initial weeks only we started seeing a trend of malls being get, getting shut the footfall getting lower because of the panic and we were getting prepared that this, some kind of situation will happen uh we probably started working from home much before the actual lockdown happened uh but when the lockdown happened Uh, we were infusing fresh merchandise of the new season spring summer 20 in our stores and eventually when when the unlock happened and that too happened in such a staggered way uh, we actually end up selling all that those fresh stocks in end of season clearance sales which uh, squeezed all our margins uh, but uh, all that situation done customers are coming back uh, the first few weeks of 
the stores started operational we saw some kind of revenge shopping happening uh, and we saw fabulous uh, growth in the sales but there is a smart shift or sh- uh, a sharp shift in what kind of products uh, customer consumers buy now there is a lot of uh, shift to people buying shorts and tees and slippers uh, you know in initial days when the lockdown unlock happened and then gradually started people started buying buying sports shoes and you know other casual wear uh, we have other formats in our brands uh, portfolio where we still see formals denims are still not being taken up by the customer customers so there is a smart shift and i see the business is shaping up it will still time that things will get as normal as it was pre covid but we are very hopeful all right all right so basically just summing it up you could see a sharp shift from uh, the the formal section to the the casual section like the shorts and tees but yeah. otherwise the business seems real good yeah it's shaping up all right wonderful uh, mr aditya what are your thoughts on this about the contemporary situation and how does your business looks currently well our business too in the initial uh, weeks looked very uncertain and a lot of order cancellations internationally as well as domestic as i said are not such a big market for us but once you know the sort of storm settled it's not quite settled but you know when the panic button was given up and we realized that this is going to take longer home fashion business overall has been on the upswing i think people are spending more time at home people are not spending money on many other activities socializing and you know going to work therefore you know my ex- my friends in the in the garment export business say that garments have been a little bit slower obviously travel and restaurants all of those things are slower so i think the home fashion business has benefited from that for the moment both domestic and globally obviously we are doing more and more on e-commerce and our international clients who are strong on e-commerce have been very strong on their orders and therefore we are taking it up social media is becoming even more important so in some ways you know these trends were already in place but they have been uh, you know sort of compressed into a smaller time that change happened in 6 months instead of couple of years so so far so good you know uh, fortunately for us uh, no near and dear ones or employees have been directly affected by covid our supply chain continues to be a bigger uh, bigger challenge for us than the demand situation so we are working around that and things look okay things look okay thank you wonderful wonderful so uh, just trying to sort of brief it so by the by the year 2025 most of the people will be sort of working from home so home is going to be the most uh, essential thing and people will be crafting it with their creativity so i think there's a big scope when it comes to crafting home and the home decor businesses Absolutely the home is your nest you want it to look good you want it to feel good i have also been reading articles about how you know like how you dress up for going out because you are now talking on video calls and zoom calls so like your home your home also needs to dress up not only because somebody is visiting but a you want to feel good about it too it's not all that private as it used to be so right. things are changing and those changes look acceptable to me for the moment Right. So people know now where's your kitchen and where's your bedroom. They'll sort of find it out. Oh, today you're not in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. My next question is to Miss uh, Desri from Desguise Cosmetics. So Desri, let us know what is your thought process about the contemporary situation and when it comes to the sector of cosmetics, uh, how are you sort of dealing with the situations? Yeah, I I think it was definitely uh, a bit tricky in the beginning. uh so like i think dharmendra said we had started off the year really well uh with some of our highest numbers ever in jan and feb and march also looked like we were doing well uh the unfortunate situation was uh that we used to have cash on delivery and uh, basically once the lockdown started uh, makeup was categorized as a non essential product and so we were unable to use the typical supply chains that we had in place so so that's actually when we had lost a lot of orders that we had got in march because we were only able to sort of send them out uh, maybe end may or be, or early june uh, so obviously people had changed their minds by then and those kind of things <clears throat> since then we've we've sort of um, not been uh, uh, courageous enough to turn on cash on delivery um, and that's actually a, a huge part of our business 
um, but we're definitely seeing a lot of people willing to sort of uh, purchase products on uh, prepaid uh, portals and, and typically people being more uh, sort of open to using digital channels. Uh, typically, you see makeup as being just 8% um, online and, and typically uh, the, the entire process of having somebody assist you at a store, uh, trying out products, checking out colors and shades is super important to, to the makeup purchase process. Uh, and I think since people didn't really have that option, we are seeing a lot of people come online. Uh, since July, I think uh, the sort of run up to Raksha Bandhan, uh, we have been doing much better numbers and we are hoping uh, even September sort of uh, is a month which we close at a at a higher revenue uh, than we did Feb. Uh, usually the, the entire wedding season and um, festive season is something that we really look out, uh, look forward to. Uh, and we really have to see how that goes this time around um, with new ways to sort of celebrate uh, with friends and family. Wonderful. Just gaining a bit more clarity about cosmetic section. Uh, when people used to sort of travel for work, they used to concentrate upon how they look and uh, money was spent on the apparels and on the cosmetic. But when it is from the work from home scenario, do you see that, you know, that is sort of hampering the sales rate? Uh, so there's definitely a concern. Um, just uh, so from the point of view, uh, th there are a lot of positive messages where uh, people say, you know, I wore lipstick today and it really brightened up my day uh, and those kind of things. So, so, so there's definitely a lot of um, how you look and feel uh, associated with like, you know, your self-confidence and, and those kind of things. Uh, but obviously today, even if I'm saying I, I really wore lipstick today while working from home and it improved um, how I felt, um, it's usually not a new lipstick. Uh, I think a lot of us have had time to be at home and like, you know, like Aditya mentioned, uh, improve how our home looks and, and basically concentrate on that. And so that's also given us a lot of chance to, to sort of go through uh, all of our things and sort them out and see what we want to throw out and clean up and those kind of things. So a lot of people uh, are chancing upon makeup, which they've had for ages and never really gotten down to using it. And now that I'm at home, I'm going to sort of try these out and, and see whether I still like them or I want to throw them out and those kind of things. Uh, so we are seeing a, a lot of that happen uh, with uh, makeup. Uh, that being said, uh, definitely the, the whole um, idea of using makeup that uh, is not being covered by uh, your face mask, uh, that uh, basically is uh, the, the whole focus on eyes and, and those kind of things. Uh, is definitely taking center stage. Uh, we are also seeing um, a lot of focus on skincare and we do have some of our complementary makeup products which we typically advise people to use uh, pre-makeup uh, wherein uh, those products are just being used as is for skincare. All right, understood. Uh, moving on towards the next question that I have, like I'm really excited to ask you, like what is your conviction? Has you guys entered the market back in the times of COVID-19? Mr. Dhanmindra, what are your thoughts on this? So we are very convinced the market will revive. Uh, and as uh, Desiree mentioned, e-commerce and online portals uh, and platforms uh, acted as a vaccine to the, the impact of covid and even COVID, uh, you know, the impact was limited to, to the time when we were actually shut. Now we are open. Uh, we have challenges of footfall. We have challenges of people not using occasion where we, people are not getting up, dressing up as they used to. But whatever product is there in the demand, we can reach that, send that product to their home. They, we have a lot of uh, digital initiatives within the organizations and there are ready products available. There are WhatsApp bots. There are video-based shopping, which gives almost similar uh, touch and feel look uh, of the product. There are virtual trial rooms. There are marketplaces like Amazon and Flipkart already available where you can sell your products and your omni-channel and other solutions. So those have acted as vaccines to us. And only thing is, the I, I'm very convinced the market will be back in uh, two pre-COVID times. The channels may differ. The platforms may be uh, various now. So from 
brick and mortar we became omni channel then now multi channel and then there are everything is uh, acting as a booster for the uh, for the sales of our businesses i see understood uh, moving on towards mr aditya gupta like uh, you are representing rock republic which is a home decor brand so in this case what is your conviction i think that there's a very great amount of conviction i could spot at your end because uh, as you said in the previous answer home is going to be the nest and everybody wants to make their homes look better so there's a bigger scope but i want to hear it from you what is your conviction as you enter the market back in covid 19 well not only our conviction but our enthusiasm and our optimism are at a extremely high level wonderful <laughs> not not because we want it to be because we can see there are enough reasons to be so we have been doing you know about 30 40% higher than our previous averages since uh, august so i believe that by the time we end the financial year we would have recovered what we lost in the couple of months of an extreme lockdown our clients uh, globally were actually kind of really pressed for inventory because of the you know massive stimuli that that the western governments have given so i think the the western world uh, demand for a lot of stuff was on a high level and what we were also able to achieve in this way was to clear some stocks you know people were so desperate for product that they just bought whatever we had available instead of waiting for their own orders so we got a chance to re- reinvent a lot of stuff not only ways of doing business but also get new customers on our own self we are launching we already are in many countries but now we have uh, set up a company in netherlands and we are uh, moving some stocks to europe to do direct e-commerce business with uh, portals across europe so that will be rolled out in november so i think overall we look uh, we look pretty strongly placed and and our team is working hard and and we are enjoying our job wonderful i love this enthusiasm <laughs> all right uh, moving on towards uh, miss desri uh, for cosmetic section like i really want to know what is the strong conviction as you'll be entering the markets back during the covid 19 because we already know the scenarios that uh, people are working from home and uh, since they are not going out people are not spending that much amount of money on apparels or cosmetics so for me i feel i sort of perceive it as a tougher decision or a sort of a concern but i want to know it from your end what is your thought so uh we we are actually looking at at new products that we want to be doing uh which basically can uh, be used at at the house in a way um so something which is which is super interesting for us uh is our range of nail polish which we are looking to launch uh in november uh so uh, this has actually been a project we've been working on for really long uh because you know nail polish is typically considered to be a, a very chemical high uh product and and it it so is as well uh but we basically spend a lot of um, uh time trying to to get out the sort of nasties from the product so things like formaldehyde phthalates all of these things and we've managed to get a patented formula uh which basically gives you really good uh product attributes in terms of gloss and shine Uh, while also being healthy for for your nails uh, so uh, this sort of downtime in a way has given us a chance to work on really good products uh, similarly we are also uh, looking at at new launches um, uh, we have a new technology developed for um, mascaras we we have uh, um, we ha- also have uh, basically customizable um, eye shadows that we are looking at at having in november and the mascara early next year uh so th- there's definitely a lot of fun things that uh typically we were sort of taking our time with uh, and now given the sort of situation we've decided to to sort of ramp up and work quicker on some of these newer products uh, so that's been really really exciting for us at the same time like aditya said it would also be interesting to look at newer markets and given that again we we did have some time in in sort of downtime this year uh, we were able to sort of uh have a look at what options are available for us uh, outside india as well uh makeup is actually um, a very heavily regulated uh, field in most places uh so it's not really very easy for us to sort of um go to different countries and set up shop in a way um but uh, it's it's really important to us that we obviously do things the right way and the legal way Uh, so getting all of those um, insights in place as to what 
requirements are there per country how to really go about it and and like you know uh, uh, how to basically see that we are available these are a lot of things that we spend time on more recently right right so just getting into crips so the thing is that you're utilizing this adversity to sort of develop the healthier products i would say the cruelty and the vegan free products so you're coming back uh, with a healthy tagline or with a something which is more um, on a positive and a brighter side when it comes to the utilization of products uh, so actually this guy is being started by three scientists um safety has always been super important to us uh and uh, safety is something that that we we sort of try to uh, ensure and and definitely ensure across all of our products in fact we very commonly uh, take decisions to maybe use a synthetic over a natural product if required uh, or a natural ingredient if required to basically ensure that our products are safe so that's always most important um, and the second also non negotiable for us is that we are cruelty free in the sense that we don't test on animals and while developing the the brand we decided that the best way to really be cruelty free is to also be vegan uh, so these three are sort of non negotiable for us what we have been improving more recently uh, is how to also be sustainable in our packaging uh, so there are definitely some restrictions on account of the, the product formats uh, that sort of some of our products uh, we don't really have an option but to use uh, plastics in a way and more recently we've spent time on trying to see how best to sort of close the loop on on those plastics so how can we move to options which don't completely use virgin plastic maybe they already start to use recycled plastic uh, how do we recycle or invest in recycling plastic equal to what we sort of uh, manufacture with and uh, we we already had a sort of empties policy in place since last year wherein anybody could sort of choose to return uh, their empties to us and uh, basically we would have those recycled i think we've used this time to sort of look at our to do list which has been now 2 years long in a way and uh, look at things which we which sort of are in our control uh, and sort of address those first and because we had the time we had uh, sort of resources to look at how to improve uh, uh, how we deal with plastics how we are sustainable all of those kind of things which are super important to us and obviously there's a limited uh, amount of things that are possible so every time we get a chance to sort of improve it uh, we definitely love the opportunity to work on that wonderful wonderful so i mean you guys already had a brand motto of uh, looking forwards the positive the cruelty free and the vegan section and now you guys are empowering it making it more stronger also sustainability was always a part of uh, the brand uh, things like you know we always looked at paper packaging those kind of things in fact even when we started so lipsticks was our first product uh, and when we started to develop our uh, lipsticks we actually did a huge trial with paper packaging for the lipstick as well uh but given the sort of indian logistics scenario uh our products weren't really reaching uh in a usable condition and technically there is more sort of carbon footprint uh attached to sending out a product which cannot be used uh, right. because then it's completely wasted in a way no. uh so uh we had to sort of uh continue to use plastic in in these kind of scenarios where where uh other options were not a possibility uh, and like you know having very fragile products we we basically were very reliant on things like bubble wrap and those kind of things which now we have slowly been able to phase out all of our tertiary packaging for couriers have um, besides uh, the plastic tape in a way which we are also working on uh, everything else has sort of moved to paper based options that are completely recyclable and some of it is already recycled to begin with um, we in fact uh, so um, uh, like i mentioned we, we had an empty i mean let's be uh, i'm i'm sort of getting an understanding that you know you guys are moving towards the more sustainability factor looking forward to the eco friendly uh, uh, changes in in the business definitely i truly appreciate that 
and uh, i'll definitely come back to you before that i have a important question for mr dharmendra the thing is that when we speak about the substantial change in any of the business verticals so i just could you please clarify are there any substantial changes that have happened in the business verticals that you're dealing with mr dharmendra yes so the substantial most substantial changes was with there are new product categories which come in, came into this demand lot of uh, consumer uh, beauty segment products i know started uh, developing sanitizers and immunity products and suddenly that was so much in demand whatever they produce had gone off the shelf uh, that was the best time people could do adaptation and mask has become a new category mask has become a mandatory any which way due to legal norms as well and your own safety and hygiene every brand is producing mask every one is buying mask and now not not just for hygiene people are buying mask for fashion you want to match it with your attire you want to match it you want comfort to be added uh, so there's lot of new elements which has been added to the business and uh, besides the verticals there are verticals in terms of what uh, you know we had people only for selling uh, offline and now we have a team entire team a robust team to sell online as well so within the business also there's business vertical i particularly used to head the brand business and now i'm heading the entire digital transformation for ssip retail limited so there are a lot of changes happening uh, uh, and that is phenomenal changes which is happening in the businesses and that's will continue to be change as and as, as aditya said uh, the the entire last next 2 3 years by 2025 that is is projecting the entire transformation from working from office may become working from home so there's lot of transformation and changes which is happening and the business has to adapt accordingly right i know that uh, also talking about the downward curves in your sales graph and the strategies to enhance the number to sort of make a business look brighter for the upcoming uh, years and the days so so what is that how would you speak about that are like two questions over here talking about the downward curves in your sales graph and the strategies to enhance that and talking about the strategies for a brighter business tomorrow or the thought process for the brighter business tomorrow what's your take on it so omkar uh, there cannot be no downward then a zero the entire april and mm-hmm. most part of the may was a zero sales business for most of us in this in this conference right now and and there cannot be lower than zero right so i see the upward trend only the only thing is that we expected a v curve or isoelastic positive curve but then these lock, unlock happen in such a staggered way and suddenly certain places came into uh, containment zone again a lockdown happened some state had weekend lockdowns i don't know what what uh containment of this virus can happen if the businesses are shut on uh, weekends some some state had had lockdown at 6 pm and then 7 pm all that has just uh, shifted uh, the progressive curve and isoelastic curve curves uh, of the progression i don't see there is any further downward trend in the businesses from here on the only thing here on would be how fast you adapt and how quickly you change to the upward curve you adapt to the demand you adapt to the new verticals you adapt to the new dynamics of the business where you you don't expect a customer coming to you you're going to customer in some way through technology or through home delivery or through you know shopping offline delivery online shopping online picking up offline through curbside pickups of your stores so there are a lot of new adaptations which will come and that there won't be any downward curve at least in my view i would uh, uh, let other speakers also to comment on that the other point that you wanted to ask was how do we get a brighter business tomorrow the only way we can have brighter business tomorrow and i i would like to have made this comment multiple times corona has added karuna to to, to our businesses as well there is a lot of empathy towards environment towards people towards businesses and the way we dealt with people Our, our teams that has also added a lot of uh, you know change in how we lived we we were living a fast life every day every time we we had we had been running towards our goals and then suddenly everything stopped and we ha- we got time to think about our business strategies our life goals and everything changed uh, 
the brighter business is not a maybe a tweak, uh, a little tweak of what we traditionally had been doing. And that is getting new categories on time, getting new delivery models, now new contactless payment model, adapting to a lot of new innovations which is happening around you. That adaptation plus the empathy towards your environment, towards your people, towards your businesses that will help us in a brighter business tomorrow. Very true. That's my take on Right. I mean, I really love the way you sort of put it across that, you know, Corona has added a Karuna. So we basically have slowed down and looking at the morals and ethics of the business and the personal life, trying to regenerate the situations and trying to be the best in the current times. That's right. And see, a lot of people within your within your teams as well, when, when you ask them or task them, uh, they came with an attitude, you know, I be it, I can leave and I can work anywhere if that's not the thing. It has become both ways. I don't want to leave my team and my team doesn't want to leave for a certain reason because there are no more jobs available easily outside. So now the bonding is a little different and a little stronger because we stayed together in the toughest times of our lives. And if we stay together now, then the alignment of goals is there. The thought is same. Very true. Very true. I, I truly appreciate that. And the way you have enlightened us is truly fruitful. And uh, I know you have a meeting to join. And thank you so much for being a part of this panel. And your words have really enlightened us. And uh, whatever I wanted to sort of know from you and your business, you sort of spoken over here. So once again, I truly appreciate it And thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Omkar. I'll be on mute, but I like to speak other speakers, uh, see other speakers speak, uh, or as if hear other speakers speak also. Uh, pleasure meeting you, Aditya, Sana, and uh, Desiree. Thank Likewise. you. All. All right. Uh, talking about uh, Aditya, Sana and Desri now. So Aditya, my next question to you is uh, when we speak about the downward curves in your sales graph, I mean, Mr. Dharmindra said that there was a zero, there was a point of zero and that is sort of uh, triggering and a point of concern. So in your case, what was the downward curve in your sales graph? How would you, you define that and your sort of strategies to enhance the sales number? See, naturally, because of lockdowns, everybody went through that zero period. I would slightly differ from Dharmendra in, in, in my belief that things can be worse than zero because things for businesses were worse than zero because you were on negative sales in the sense that you still have a lot of cost, but you have no revenue. And uh, the cost control was not already in place for a zero revenue situation. So in the initial months when it was a shock sort of a situation, therefore the costs were much higher than you know, in future, if it, it happens again, because nearly everybody's prepared for a second round. We can already see that happening in Europe. I think London has already uh, applied certain controls as of yesterday. Israel went on to a second lockdown and I am very, very certain that India will have the same situation. But we are still in our first wave. So second wave is a couple of months away because this is scientific unless we have a vaccine. So this whole attitude of looking at this as, as something temporary, as something uh, just, you know, uh, for a couple of weeks, or then it became a couple of months, but I look at it at a, as a longer, uh, longer term play. So therefore, uh, that part and then how we come out of it, depending on making the right distribution channel partners active, you know, getting an outreach to customers. And for us, it has been because we are a largely B2B business uh, differently from the other people, I think, in this channel, in this conversation. You know, we, we have to reduce our dependence on the B2B channel and also and strengthen our B2C muscle, which is basically uh, e-commerce directly from our website. And that's what we are doing. And we've got very good success doing that and doing uh, successful alliances with more websites around the world. So that's for the future, but for the, for the moment, our, our customers are looking very strong in the export markets. As I said, we have more challenges on the supply side than on the demand side. But one can't say that this will not change again. Although broadly speaking, it's unlikely that the kind of lockdowns we had in phase one will be repeated. But if things go wrong, you know, uh, sort of psychology of consumers, there was all this pent up demand situation, you know, that would come out. And if we really get into a second wave, so we have to be really uh, kind of measured in our optimism and the fact that this is going to be a V curve or whatever curve, I believe it's mostly going to be a K recovery, a K shaped recovery where some people take off and some people get worse off. But, but let's just play it out. Uh, you know, I am an adventure person. So I believe that you have to uh, expect to deal with the unexpected. 
and we'll see how it goes wonderful wonderful so i think uh, this uh, there was a noticeable point from your conversation from your answer that is uh, you sort of moving towards a digital uh, sector i would say like you know building website and flourishing your business through online means i think everybody is so with their people have websites it's just a question of uh, you know spending more time and effort and one good thing about this whole work from home now this is a specific point Because you know we all can make very generalized point, but but I would love to hear specific strategies that everyone's taking on board. For us, we realized that this whole WFH thing did not apply only to our own employees. Yes, we can do that, but that has also made us flexible in hiring people from anywhere else. You know, once you realize that somebody can work from home, then you realize that their home need not be in your own town. The home can be anywhere. You know. so while initially we had uh, people working for us only in our city you know and their commute was a issue and all of those things now we have people in different cities working even in different countries because you know there is a there is a job to be done and i think that is a good news for countries like india because once people realize that people in new york can be working out of their home in connecticut their home could be in mumbai their home could be in hyderabad their home could be in delhi their home could be in anywhere so for us also it has made us more flexible in hiring talent on a task definition basis instead of a hourly basis sort of a situation and that has helped us especially in the ecom business because a lot of youngsters are very talented in that game and uh, you know trying to hire people who can actually physically be present in your office can be limiting whereas uh, bright people well educated uh, you know even like with a lot of foreign exposure so geography is not any more a barrier absolutely not absolutely not nor is timing you know nor is office timing right you know right. so th- those two things uh, expand the expand the work pool very true very true uh now coming to ms sana shakes and after a long time uh, you're there in the conversation because there were a lot of network issues and technical glitches but uh, truly it's an honor that i get an opportunity to speak to you so sana quickly brief me about your thought process about the contemporary situation and how does your business looks currently thank you onkar for having me there and uh, i really appreciate how you're bringing all this together and uh, i'm really glad to be a part of this thank you uh so regarding this question uh the contemporary situation so we have always been an online marketplace so that means we have been taking online orders and we have been uh operating via courier service we have been heavily relying on them so uh the thing is um uh, you know it is right now the weather issues mainly in mumbai because that's where we are located and uh, there are also logistic issues because the services are operating with low manpower and uh, th- there are a lot of issues happening basically with logistics so that's where we are facing heavy problems with and i hope that gets resolved soon because once that is sorted everything else falls in place for us so because of logistics we are facing some issues in our sales and you know not exactly sales sales but you know the aftermath of it how after once we get a uh, order and then how we proceed with it and until it reaches the customer so there are things that we are trying to tackle it's not going bad it's not going worse but it could have been better but we know for sure that it will pick up speed and it will go proper right right and talking about your business how does it looks currently because you know uh, we are post first uh, uh, lockdown phase i would say and uh, things have loosened up a bit the restrictions have loosened up so how does your business looks currently uh currently it is picking up we are just 9 months old omkar just 9 months old so when the covid situation happened the phase one lock uh, lockdown happened we were just 3 months old at that point so um i can say we are picking up every day we are, are reaching one step ahead than the previous day so it is slowly but steadily picking up that's all i can say but we will be doing better i'm sure things will pick up for great like i said a uh, few minutes ago we are facing delivery issues logistical issues and there are some problems here and there with that so once that falls in place everything else will be all right but otherwise we are picking up good slowly but steadily we are growing and that's a good sign 
very true very true also talking about the vegan market right now due to covid 19 people are more looking forwards the immunity and healthy food products and cutting down on meat and there's so much of i would uh, i wouldn't say the misinformation but people are getting aware and they're getting more concerned about their food and eating habits so i think there's a greater scope for even vegan markets to grow and your business uh, subsequently so what is your conviction has you get back in the market in the times of covid yeah so you know because of this lockdown people are at home they have got some more time to spare and read and understand about what's good for them the environment and this pandemic has put a you know great perspective out there like how this pandemic could have been avoided if we would have just stuck to plant based lifestyle and you know done sustainable options instead so this is a good sign people are waking up they are embracing new changes they are trying out what what works best for themselves the planet the climate change and all these broader perspectives that we have always been listening about but we couldn't do anything as such because of our busy lifestyle earlier but now people have got time so it is a good sign people are waking up it's a good sign for vegan businesses for eco friendly businesses um so this is like like i said you know we are slowly but steadily picking up the business and this is one of the reasons why because people are open to trying out things that they haven't tried before even people who were not really bothered about environmental changes or, or you know they were pure non vegetarians now are willing to give it a try you know mock meats plant based or uh, uh, dairy alternatives and things like that so it is good that is why we are picking up we are spreading awareness more and more every day and slowly but steadily we are picking up yeah definitely definitely uh, coming to uh, miss desri uh, from disguise cosmetics so you have enlightened us about uh, the sort of strategies you guys have to enhance your sales number and how you guys have sort of uh, utilized the adversity to make your products more better to make your supply chain more better and uh, that that's really been very kind of you to sort of enlighten us in that space but now the main question and the important thing that i really want to ask you is are there any substantial changes in any of your business verticals and if at all they are please let us know about it uh, we continue to say true to our mission of easy ethical beauty choices uh, so w- when i say easy i mean that uh, though you are picking something that is probably more sustainable more uh, something that's vegan in fact you might be getting something similar or even better to any of the conventional products uh, that you ha- that you have and i think like like sana mentioned uh, people are now also seeing value in these these other uh, aspects of the product and uh, for sure um, the first time that you look at something from disguise uh, what sort of stands out maybe is the vegan tag or the cruelty free or the fact that we uh, have certain sustainable practices in place uh but only once you use the product do you also see the fact that uh the product is equal or better to any of of the conventional options that you have and uh so that i think uh, bridging that gap and trying to see wherein they they also find the the values of the product right up front is something that we need to be focusing on as to how to to sort of get that message across especially on on an online platform wherein you can't touch and feel the product uh, right uh, right at the outset uh that being said we've always been a digital first brand and and uh we solely or or like 90% of of what we do is online a lot of it does rely also on word of mouth because that sort of helps people who are new to disguise sort of make that that connection in terms of the product being vegan and cruelty free and good for you or uh, like you know designed for indian skin right at the outset uh the second uh, thing about being easy is also the the price point that we are available at so we always ensure that um you know uh, there's no real green tax added to choosing a product uh, that is uh, sustainable or or vegan or cruelty free so these kind of things have been really important to us um as i mentioned earlier uh, we had a product roadmap uh, which had a lot of products that we we were looking to do and that has sort of been moved up and down a bit uh, to sort of help us focus on products that are more relevant for people right now uh, so things like products in the eye category in nails uh, looking at a couple of more skincare launches as well 
um, so to sort of bridge the gap between being at home and being able to use these guys at home as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. uh now moving to uh, mr aditya gupta um like what aditya like how do you see towards uh, getting your business brighter in the coming days and if at all there are certain changes that you need to make what they would be i think i shared a bit of that uh, three things that are that we are really doing very actively is uh, enhance a lot on our social media content photography sort of making the transformation to having a higher percentage of our sales on a direct b2c platform b2c is is harder work but it's also a higher margin business because a lot of our business is b2b so the margins in b2c are very different we have to learn the game of selling on different e-commerce platforms and for us uh, the world is our playground as i said we already sell in 85 countries and uh, our product is such that it's a high value item so let's say a typical rug is between 3 and 500 dollars so we from our website we do worldwide free shipping which means that a customer uh, can buy with the comfort of knowing that they are not really spending money because it's coming from india directly we have these usps about being an artisanal product but still being very very contemporary up to date in terms of how fashionable we are so we actually tick all of these boxes in terms of being eco friendly it's mostly natural material it's handmade you know there's no carbon footprint we have a lot of certifications for environment and social compliance you know we are now a part of the global recycling platform called grs so you know important brands important international brands buy from us because of our recycled product we make products out of recycled water bottles recycled plastics recycled garments jeans uh bicycle tubes all kinds of things so it's not like a traditional rug business it's really the rug republic as the name suggests it's a very modern home fashion business in terms of styling as well as in terms of the ethos of it so all of these things are naturally uh, very time appropriate uh, keep us very enthusiastic that's on the internal side then on the external side it's about getting into the right alliances getting our content right and that's what i said that you know if you are able to work with people who are not geographically tethered to your office uh the content quality can improve we are trying to find associations in like different parts of the world where for each because each of the e-commerce platforms require specialized skills you know it requires some sort of a local hand holding if you may and we are able to find people uh who can tie up uh, with our company and work on some sort of a contractual basis you know you can do percentage of sales you can do some other model which is a newer way of engaging people uh, while keeping them accountable for the results which is kind of built into the into the contract itself so all of those things are very interesting and very exciting for us you know we're doing a lot more video content we can do like somebody said virtual trial rooms you know uh, i think dharmendra that there, there was a situation of you know in, in that business you know you can do a trial room for our rug you send me a picture of your room i i'll show you how our rug looks there so things like that so that is that is definitely helpful that is the first part of it okay so um, mr aditya i mean it was definitely enriching again to have a word with you and sort of understand your business model and the shift in the verticals and how you guys have strategized the entire business plans uh, to become a better and the best brand so once again i thank you for being a part of this uh, moving towards uh, ms sana right now uh, sana previously you just mentioned that you know logistics was a thorn in your neck and uh, sort of things are not going the way you wish to go because of the climate changes or the lower workforce or the power of work that you have so what would you like to comment about the substantial changes in the business verticals while there are usual glitches that are that is happening with every online business i'm sure uh, people will agree with that it's not always a smooth right i mean previously it was before the covid situation happened but especially now i'm talking about during this pandemic how we are dealing with things uh, but keeping that aside like i said people are opening up to newer options and uh, they want to experiment and they have got time ample of time right now to understand to uh, see what works best for them for their family members what's good for them basically so the substantial change that i have seen working for green is that we had initially started with vegan food and uh, personal care items uh, the recent substantial change that we have done in order to 
bring more awareness and that has helped us somewhere in growing our sales is we have introduced uh, eco-friendly biodegradable menstrual products and sexual health products right so this has uh, triggered that curiosity in people who didn't know these things existed or they had limited knowledge about they just thought okay veganism is all about food okay you just change your dairy products you just change your meat products but then now they are discovering there is more to it than just food so they are experimenting with different kind of home decor or let's say uh, personal care products like skin care hair care which does not involve animal products or cruelty anywhere so uh, this was a great change that we have done we have introduced uh, one of the products as uh, menstrual uh, health and uh, sexual health products and this has uh, increased that curiosity and they want to experiment now the customers and they are trying this and you know somehow they have realized okay green india has not just food it has every possible category that is good for the environment for the animals and ultimately for our own selves as humans right so this has this has been a plus point for us that people are discovering more and more products they are willing to give it a try they are coming back to us and being like okay could you recommend something for this could you recommend something for that so we are trying to uh, we are reaching towards our goal which was finding everything under one roof that is good for the environment and for yourself so this has increased our sales in recent times because we are broadening our categories and that is that is a really good thing right right so with this uh, we'll just wrap up the entire conversation the panel discussion that we had so summing it up i think uh, it was really enlightening and enriching to talk with uh, mr dhanvinder khanna who was representing the brand loto then aditya gupta to talk about the rug republic uh, desri to talk about the guys cosmetics and sana as you spoke about green india and the veganism so thank you so much for joining in definitely this was a fruitful session and i appreciate your time and efforts that you have invested into it thank you so much omkar thank you thank you everybody else as well thanks a lot omkar for this platform and and i'm sure sana we can uh, connect to have green india increase their portfolio with vegan makeup as well definitely please please definitely all right all right mr dharmendra or aditya do you have to say anything Thanks, Onkar, uh, and lovely speaking yeah. with everyone. Thank you. Thank you for lovely sharing speaking. with a so diverse much. set of people. I, I I found it very interesting, and and thanks a lot for having me on board. Thank you so much. So, all the wonderful audience of House of Joe season two. This was a great episode, a roundtable conference with all the businessmen across different sectors uh, of business. So, definitely tune into this and keep listening to House of Joe season two. We are unmounted dose of juice in association with Panout Media. Do like, share, and subscribe. All right, thank you. This Hub Hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya. अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट